0: Wait, so Zach Banner, the one offensive lineman you've been waiting on all summer long, is apparently ready to play and might not? Oh, all in favor of this. Yes, good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. Mike Tomlin's press conference yesterday had a handful of updates on some player statuses, certain injuries, the usual groin gang, I guess you could call them. But the part that jumped out for me, more than anything else, was the apparent, and I'm underscoring apparent, acknowledgement that Banner's okay to play, that Banner could suit up and go out there at right tackle on Sunday, and that he might not, and that he might not. It is possible to believe in both of the things that I'm about to say. One, I love Zach Banner. Can't wait to have him back on the field. Two, I sure hope it doesn't happen Sunday. And there are several reasons for that, but the number one is this these guys finally played a good game. Leave them alone. You know, they finally did something where they felt good about themselves. And to my eye, it was all five of them. If this had been some crappy opponent with a a bunch of no-namers across the defensive front, you could kind of chalk it up to, well, whatever. Or if the Steelers had done something especially well on offense that somehow didn't involve them being good. And yeah, I know that's a stretch then you could write it off. You could say whatever, you know? Bring Banner back. What's the big deal? But when they all play well, when they all fill their roles, just leave them alone. I'm going to give you a good example here. Do you remember Najee Harris' 20-yard run? I mean, he had a bunch of good runs. He had a bunch of medium-range runs, which are the kind that actually win you the game. You know what I'm talking about. The ones where he turns three yards into seven yards one or two yards into five yards. He had a bunch of those. But he had the one that he broke right up the middle for 20 yards. I mean, straight line, right up the gut. Okay, now you know. I went back and looked at the blocking scheme on that because realistically, Najee was barely touched. And usually he has to fight off a tackle or two, an arm or two, something. And he didn't. He just went flying up the guts. I wondered who it was that that made that happen. And it turned out it was a beautiful twinning off between Kevin Dotson and Trey Turner. Now, I have been very critical of Dotson. Actually, been critical of most of these guys except Turner, although he's gotten it too. But when you watched what the two guards did in separating their respective guys and carving out that hole and i mean hole up the middle that comes with experience that comes with understanding the system that comes with chemistry and that is not something that you blow up certainly not The very next week, this portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format works best for you. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. Here is what Tomlin had to say on the subject of Banner's availability. To have more than five capable men who are ready and capable of playing winning football for us is not a negative. Um, it's just not. We'll manage it. Um, it'll be a, a pleasure to manage, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I'd rather have six than to have four. And so um, we're excited about about getting him back in the fold and having that be a viable option for us, whatever that may mean in terms of management, management of the group individually and collectively. He'd rather have six than four. I don't even want to know what the four math is because, for the most part, the guys that are out there now have been healthy. So did he mean that one of the five was just so bad that they only counted as four? Probably not, but I'd like to think so just to amuse myself here. They finally got stuff going. They got... Najee all pumped up about their performance. They got Ben all pumped up about their performance. But there's an additional component at play here. And that's this. Banner's taken this long to come back. He had a setback at some point in the preseason. Week 2, if you'll recall. And the Steelers have their bye week coming up after Sunday. So again... Why start him? Why even give him a hat? You have people who can back up if needed. And when we're talking about right tackle, you might have the best backup in the fold in Joe Haig. Haig went out there in Green Bay and outperformed everyone across the offensive line. Look, sometimes it's about what you don't do. And if you look at the composition of this offensive line, put Banner out there. And watch what happens. Chooks has to leave right tackle and slide across to left. Dan Moore comes off the field. Is that what you want? Well, maybe it is after a couple weeks of practice, after a bye week. But not now. Not now. Dan Moore had a good game too. And he's a young, strong dude and everything else. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's going to be fine. One more week like this, Banner gets another couple of weeks to get even stronger, even sturdier, and he probably won't be the only one making a big comeback for the game that really, really means a lot. Not that the Steelers are in position to pick and choose which games are significant, but the game that really means a lot, post-buy in Cleveland. When we come back, just one question. time for Just One Question, and that is brought to you always by the Personal Injury Law Firm. Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly & George, LGKG. They represent people who've been hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG are super lawyers. That is a real thing, capital S, capital L. They've been designated that way for over 15 years, and it means they're among the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. Today's J1Q comes from Michael, who says, I just watched a replay of the Bills-Chiefs game, and now I'm wondering how in heck the Steelers beat the Bills. That team is really good, and Josh Allen is terrific. You know, Michael, I've seen some condensed video of the Bills' performances since that game against the Steelers. And you know what I'm talking about. They they put those on uh, NFL.com and on YouTube where you can watch the game in like a nine-minute version with all the significant plays. And I see what you're talking about. I also see nothing that remotely surprises me because these are the same Bills that we saw do what they did last year and reach the AFC Championship game. But I am here, my friend, to go to bat for the Steelers having beaten them on their field in Orchard Park and to not have it be deemed as it now casually is this epic upset or fluke. And the principal reason for that is the Steelers themselves have a top five defense. I know it doesn't look like it now. I know it doesn't feel like it now. But the Steelers can't make excuses. They sound terrible when they do it, even when they hint at it. I can do that. I'm not them. I'm completely comfortable acknowledging that having a lot of guys injured, notably Stefan Tuitt, who hasn't been there all season long, Tyson Alualu, who hasn't been there all season long, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, both with the groin injuries, Cam Sutton, groin injury, Devin Bush, groin injury. By the way, the groin injuries came up with Tomlin in his press conference yesterday, just as an aside, uh, asking whether or not he felt that this is something systematic that the team should be concerned about from the standpoint of its athletic training and conditioning. And he said, no, not yet. But that wasn't a no. So stay tuned on that front. You just can't have all these soft tissue injuries and not have some kind of common denominator to it. You just can't. It's unacceptable in sports. It's unacceptable like in high school JV. But the point here that I'm making is that if this group is all out there, if they have all their people, I'll put them against I was about to say almost any. No, I'll put them out there against any offense in the NFL. doesn't mean they'll win that matchup, but they will most certainly be competitive. And that's what happened. That's what happened when they played the Bills this year. And it's also, by the way, what happened when they played the Bills last year up there. Josh Allen couldn't get going. Do you remember this? Through the whole first half. And it wasn't until... Allen started hooking up almost religiously with Stefan Diggs, and the Steelers and Keith Butler were too slow to react to that pairing that they were able to get any offense going. So this year, they took care of Allen and they took care of Diggs, and they didn't worry about anybody else, and nobody else hurt them. And they won the game, and it wasn't really ugly or fluky or anything like that. There was also a special teams touchdown, Those happen. And in the second half, the Steelers offense got going at least enough to put up some points. You could watch that game just like you've watched these other Bills games and you watched Bills versus Chiefs and you're still not going to find something that leaps out of there that says, wow, that was just really awful on Buffalo's part. No, the Steelers beat them. They beat them. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging that. Look, we're about to reach the point here, I think, where the Steelers will end up 3-3 three and three entering the bye week. There's no reason for them to lose to this Seattle team in the shape that it's in. I'm sorry, there just isn't. And if that happens amid all these injuries and with this offensive line taking such a long time to get it together and Ben having his struggles and everything else sorry that's just not going to be the worst or ugliest outcome for this team right now and yes that includes the buffalo game i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of Steelers. let's do another one tomorrow